Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 20th episode of If We Can Just Say, your favorite podcast. <laughs> I, as always, am your host, Jessica Carter Ogle, and that giggling fool over there is my handsome, lovely co-host, Mr. Stephen Ogle. Hey, everybody. How's we doing this week? How's we doing? Wow, man, boy, I'm already off to a banging start. That's embarrassing. How's, okay. How's we doing, everybody? So... We're coming off a real busy weekend. You <laughs> so know, considering think, considering last week we didn't have anything on what's new, really. This week we have so many things on yeah, what's new. There's a lot of stuff happening in our world right now. Yeah. But but we're on the precipice of nothing happening again. So like just like a weird seesaw of non balance, but like lots little, lots little. That's what's happening with the rest of the summer. It's August first now for us. We're this will go up tomorrow. So for all yeah. you listening, we're recording on Monday. We're Day late because of the weekend. Because of the weekend, yeah. I remember when it was like the end of May and I was trying to make plans with friends but not be like crazy and I was like, I don't want our week our summer plan so much and now all of a sudden it's August. Yep, it's August and it's like, oh, well, now we gotta plan everything in September. Ugh. Yeah. Well, September's gonna be a very busy month for us. But well we're going out of town twice. Yeah. Well, I am. Yeah. Anyway. But, you know, so our weekend. Yes. How busy was that? It was fun, though. It was a really good weekend. We saw yeah. a lot of friends and family and people we hadn't seen in a while. Our good friend Kim came over on Friday. Yeah. Kim's a lot of fun. She's cool. And we finally had some nice non-humid, non-90-degree weather. So my husband got to make one of his magical fires. Yeah, I got to make a fire with all of the dry leaves and wood chips that have been falling out of our trees from all the squirrels over the past month. All the ones that Soph has not eaten. Yeah, well, some that she's probably eaten. I just picked up the smaller sticks. That's but true. yeah, it was, uh, it was, I mean, it's crazy to think that I was going to have a fire when we, you know, were in 90 degree weather a couple of days prior, but it was like 78 degrees. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. nice Friday. We- it was nice after like eight o'clock. Yeah, like the sun I went down and, the, and, and like, yeah, it got a little chilly and we had the fire going. It was cool. We grilled. We had a couple drinks. We talked. It was just a really nice low key night. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then we moved into Saturday. Saturday was a fun time for me. Um, I normally, so this is the first time that I've uh, gotten tattooed and not immediately like posted photos or sent photos to people outside of like one or two people when I'm getting a tattoo. Generally, I would send it to like four or five people on Snapchat. I would be posting about it as soon as I was done. But I told JR, my tattooer, I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to save this for the podcast. So uh, we're now social. Our social media is now ruled by the podcast. A <laughs> little bit, you know, because I don't. Which I don't, is fine, though, because I feel like I don't really post, quote unquote, like Jessica doesn't post. But like yeah. if we can say post, if we can just say post. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so on my right arm, I've got several tattoos uh, going from my shoulder to my elbow, and basically I got all the filler colors put in to make everything look seamless, um, and it was really, really cool. Like, um, it, it looks great. I'll put up some photos this week, but um, yeah, I hadn't seen JR. I guess I was there in May the last said time, April or May. new though, right? But yes, he's at Eternal uh, Tattoos over in... East Point, it's right on the border of East Point and Warren. It's like a mile away from Warren. Um, But very cool place. Everybody there is very professional. Um, All of them have been doing it for 10 plus years, which JR himself is over 20. Uh, They have, basically they rent a booth and they've got a door on their booth um, and they can close it if they have privacy. So if you want a tattoo in a place that you don't want people to see, they can do that. Um, But yeah, they have like eight, I believe there's eight, booths four on each side and one booth man this dude has got trophies everywhere he's been winning stuff for years as a tattooer like it's it is insane um but yeah very cool place jr moved up man he's he's been doing this for 20 plus years and he's like man he's like i feel like i finally got some validation i'm renting a place and i keep 100 percent of what i what i make and i was like man that is cool that is that's a that's a that's a milestone for somebody that's been in a field for a very long time for a career milestone that's man he's he's living the dream right now he's loving it that's good for him and we'll tag him and the tattoo uh shop and everything so you guys can see i will say your tattoo finally starts looking um cohesive yep like it was kind of just like it there was order to it for sure but there was like enough dead space where it 
I couldn't see like a full picture and now I can like see that full picture. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing about when you're getting sleeves, like you get, you get the bigger pieces in first and then you put in all the small pieces around it and yeah. you get it to mold into, well, a, I into say, a picture. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, but very cool. Um, yeah. So we'll post some photos on that. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, that was, I've been looking forward to that for a while and, uh, I've already lined up my next one to go, which would be great. While he was doing that, <laughs> I was watching some NCIS NOLA. As you guys know, I'm watching NCIS New Orleans. Just started season three. Not happy at all about what's happening, but nonetheless. <laughs> I then went shopping with my gal, and we had a lot of stuff we wanted to get. I have some like decorating stuff I wanted to get. I was like, all right, I'm in a good place right now. I've got some money to spend. I got some things to buy. I'm like, Julie Roberts and Pretty Woman, I got some money to spend here. Woo-hoo. I want to buy some stuff. So what did I get? I got Sophia an indoor-outdoor dog bed. <laughs> that's basically what happened because you know how it goes when you have like in your head like i want to get something for here and something for here and then you can't find anything and then i ended up buying this like octagonal shelf that i wanted to put in my bathroom and i was like oh it's perfect it's black because i'm doing all black frames in my bathroom well guess what i walked in my bathroom i'm actually doing white frames that are already in my bathroom <laughs> so apparently i'm an idiot and then i noticed the top of the shelf is like bent so now i have to go back to home goods and return this Oh boy, that's that's no fun. No, it was fun shopping with my mom because we always have a blast. But neither one of us really found anything. I ended up buying like some meal prep stuff, and like Soph got some dog food, and like I got like nothing. But give you like no money to spend, and you come home with like twelve Ooh, bags. Buddy, they didn't even have good dog toys at Home Goods. I didn't even get her toys. That's weird. TJ Maxx had like nothing by me. Like that was a shame of a TJ Maxx. And, and you'd be proud of JR because I told JR, my tattooer, for everyone listening, I said, yeah, uh, you know, you know, Jess is out w- with her mom shopping. You know, they're going to hit up uh, TJ Maxx and uh, Home Goods. And he goes, let me guess, Target. Yes, <laughs> I was Target. Like, yep. Those were the three stops that we made. <laughs> Thank you very much, JR. Yep. Anyway. And then my uh, mom just came back with me and my dad and my brother and a couple other people came over for WWE pay-per-view. We'll pop that into our entertainment section. Yep. And also, we went and saw Chicago with them, which we will also talk about in yep. our entertainment section section as well. Wow, my words are just great You're doing today. Horrible! You're an Killing embarrassment. It. Anyway, Woo. and then on Sunday we went out on a boat. Yeah, we've been out on a boat in so long. Yeah, my friend Phil, I guess. I mean, you. I mean. He he's he's like family. He's totally like family. That's weird. He's like an old my um previous boss. Yep. Slash performer of our wedding ceremony. Spoiler alert. And like, so just a really good. I don't know. We we established a really good relationship when I worked um for him at two jobs ago, and we just got close. And you know, we try to spend time together when we can. Very like, I don't know, like. Not parental, but like that kind of yeah, that kind vibe. of ban- that yeah. kind of banter for sure. Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah, accent fantastic, super great, fantastic guy. individual. Yeah, um, and we also uh, got to hang out with his girlfriend a little bit longer this time, which was cool as yeah. well. So he took us out on his boat. We met for dinner, and he's at um, McCray Harp or McCray or Marina and Harrison Township. So yeah, very we went cool. out on his boat, and it was just nice. It was beautiful weather yesterday, and it was just so relaxing. Like I almost fell asleep on the boat. Like it was so nice. Plus, we were just tired but yeah also it was just such a nice time yeah it was very cool i had a weird moment on the boat where like i had to face either like the forward or face directly back because if i face to the side the way the waves were with my tattoo that i got yesterday like uh the section that's very close to your armpit like made me a little bit nauseous yesterday um and so or on saturday so when we got in the boat it kind of like came back quickly and i was like oh man i gotta figure out which way to face otherwise this is gonna be a what awful did you trip. take to kind of combat that a little bit i took a ginger chew a ginger chew isn't which, that ironic yeah which you know my which wife, i'm berated for taking in the car <laughs> when he's driving like a lunatic yeah when i drive two miles an hour around Please. a roundabout she has to take about three ginger chews before i even get halfway through it mm-hmm. she's just like downing them like they're going out like they're m&ms wow it's insane. Oh, I have a follow-up. If you guys recall when <laughs> the baby bird leapt out of my fern. Okay. So my ferns are officially looking horrible. They're like all brown, a little green. And I'm like, all right, I got to like take these down, trim some dead stuff off, figure out what's going on. So I pull the one down that the baby bird had catapulted out of. And I'm assuming is living a lovely, nice and 
lovely life in some kind of bird condo right now and not dead. But I looked in it and there was a legit bird's nest in there, completely empty because the bird had obviously left. Yep. And so I was like, oh my God, this nest is huge. No wonder I can't water this fern. No wonder like it's not. Yep. So I pulled the nest out because everything was gone. It was not disturbing any sort of bird situation. Trimmed it up and watered it. So I go on to my second fern. I start to take it down. I look in and I see a tiny little beak opening wide and like squawking at me. And I was like, oh my God, there's like three birds in this one. I didn't even go look at my third one. I was just like, these ferns are out of my control this year. They're just going to stay here until these birds are gone in the season and they're dead. And they'll just go from here to the curb because. Yep. They're basically bird's nests this year. They are. Like, I don't. That explains a lot though. Because I'm like, I can't get water in these things these were some good birds nests i mean when we moved in in 2020 there were ferns that were up and we asked him to leave them up and he said he would they were new and no birds got into those no. and then last year no birds got into no, them my and ferns then this were year thriving. you got two this year we two got birds in our ferns we got blackberries on trees we got these red berries on a bush i don't know where all this stuff came from we didn't have any of this stuff last year yeah very weird. we never had blackberries in our yard and now there's like two spots of blackberries yeah which makes no sense and it's I not like we've had a ton of storms or anything no. like they're underneath trees it's very strange so strange but I yeah. think that's everything from the weekend. That's pretty much that, except for our, we'll talk more in our entertainment about Oh, and I made else. a banana bread. Oh, I was yeah. not a nut, so it just had dark chocolate. Yeah, which JR said that was really good, by the oh, way, because I, I took him some good, as well. Thanks. Yeah, he very much enjoyed it. He was like, yeah. oh man, this is great. I was like, yeah, yeah it's made yesterday. I feel like I'm just getting lazy at baking, though, because I'm just like, all I do is make banana bread. I mean, part... I, Man, I, I could be like alone in this, but I feel like part of that has to do with like the heat we had. We yes. got lazy on a lot of things because oh it was gosh. so hot outside. It's been so hot. I haven't wanted to light the oven because the air, It's we had like a week of like high 90s. The air did not even shut off. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. Yeah. And, and I would like to say, I can't imagine it being this way all the time, but I grew up in Tennessee, so I know what it's like this Your being mom this said way all it's unseasonably warm there right now too. It is. Uh it's it's very hot there. And then she works in a warehouse where they don't have air conditioning, yeah. they have fans and it's brutal. So I'm hoping when we go there in September it's nice. At least not like 90s. I mean, it probably won't be high 90s, but it'll still be upper 80s, lower 90s. You were wrong about last time, so I can't go by you. Yeah, we are. Well, we're wrong, wrong about things now and again. Mm. Speaking of being not wrong about things, where we where did we end off on our story last time? What, what did we tell? What happened? You were not wrong by proposing to me. Oh, Cool. I proposed. Rock well on. Well done. Yeah. So we are a newly engaged couple at this point in our story. So we're... Just what, being adorable and whatnot. So we're looking at, what, Jul June. June or July of June, 2020. Yeah. For yeah. those of us, uh, for those of you that are just now maybe listening for the first time, we've been telling our story since April for of 2019. those of you that are taking calendar notes... <laughs> Yes, go Jeez back and Louise. listen because we've been telling our story for uh, at this point we would be at the almost the basically the one year mark of us being together of 2020 of April and May and June. Yeah. So go ahead. Anyway, so yes, so we are newly engaged and temporarily furloughed. So yeah, we are wanting to like go somewhere, but of course it's pandemic. There's really nowhere to go. Like I'm not going to go in a hotel anywhere or anything. So the thing that's interesting though at that time is that. That was the case for everybody. So everybody started going camping. Yes. Everybody started going to parks. Everybody started yeah. going outside. And it was like, whoa. Like there was so, these parks were putting up these disclaimers of like, please clean up your stuff. Like don't leave your, your you know, don't leave cans and all that kind of stuff laying out and garbage and stuff. I feel because like they probably already have those. They had those, but they had to step it up because more, it. more people were going out that don't normally go out. And then they were trashing the place sometimes. Well, okay. So. As Stephen was saying, we wanted to go camping, and Stephen has this really nice tent. We set it up in our in our by our apartment just to test it out and everything. I'm like, oh, this will be great. We got some stuff, and I like looked up to try to find a campsite. I could not find anything. Nope. I was on like the Pure Michigan website. I was all over the place. Everything was booked, and there was a couple campsites I found that were like a couple hours away, and they were like first come first serve. Well, let me tell you, I am not <laughs> driving two and a half, three hours away for a first come first serve campsite. So I was looking, um, as you know, before we've gone to shorts, we really like going there. Yep. So that's in Bel Air and right next to Bel Air is me and Salona. And I found this 
um, camp, this vintage camper on Airbnb through the Starlight Campground in Mancelona. And we ended up renting that. And they've got, now got about five of those that you can either rent through their website or like on Airbnb. Yeah. And that was like the cutest thing. They're very cool vintage campers. They're yeah. like, they got like a red one. They've got a blue one. They're different yeah. shapes. They're that just those old school like small like just for like a yeah, two a two 50, maybe three people feel, yeah yeah got like one bed you know there's no you don't have a bathroom or anything in yeah there no bathroom like it, but it's just one of those small ones it's yeah. really cool but like fridge microwave stuff like that and the the campground um is so nice like the yes. bathrooms are really nice i mean they're all individual like stalls to go in for showering and it's like you get a bathroom you get like a rack to put your clothes on you have the shower you've got a mirror outlets it's spacious they clean them a lot yep i would highly recommend very the starlight cool. campground in mancelona michigan very cool experience and what it's like 15 minutes from bel-air or something like yeah, that yeah something like that just south of bel-air bel-air yeah. you get on the road and drive north and Drive right and into we town. happened to stumble upon like downtown Bel Air's like op- summer opening weekend. Yeah. So we went to Shorts. Like there was a lot of people there, but it was nice. It was a, a like we went to Shorts. We saw like a band randomly playing outside. The Pistol Whips, which man, they're, they're really they're a cool, cool band. So, yeah. uh, so I'm I've been playing music since I was 13, been playing guitar. But the guitar player had this device that I had to look it up because I had never even seen it before. But it's this device where he's got a snare drum, he's got a hi-hat, he's got a ride cymbal, and then he's got a bass drum, and it's all for his feet. It's feet pedals for him to hit all of these things. It was super cool. Very cool. You can look it up, um, but man, he they, they are a cool band. So it was that, and then he had a saxophone player, and man, just the way they started off, it was like this rock blues type of thing, and just those two. Man, it was cool. We stood there for what, like almost an hour just watching them play. We stood there for a while. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah, it was very cool. And that was after going to Shorts and like we went to going shorts, into all the and shops. And then we went and... to Be Well Meadery up there. Yeah. And we went to Mammoth Distillery up there. Yep. Um, so that's all in like a little Main Street area, like all yep. that stuff in downtown Bel Air. A couple of cute shops. and There's an ice cream place, a cupcake place. Like that place is great to just go we in. Got some, we got everything. Yes. A couple like antique shops. Yeah, I got so much beer on that run. Oh my gosh! Yes, I came home. They gave they put it in a box. Yeah, it was like one of their like fry boxes or something or whatever. But it yeah. was like, oh man, it was great. So much yep. beer. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been up there since, or maybe we have once. But we went up there with your parents because we stayed again at Mancelona later. They're one of those places that's having a lot of like um, post pandemic issues with like staffing or or yeah. with like. Um, uh, Talking about people, shorts. yeah, people yeah. being rude to servers and giving the servers like a hard time knowing like they're understaffed and all of that. They've yeah. had to like close a couple days. Like it's yeah. too bad. I mean, there's a lot of that going on. You know, you could be on either side of it, but overall, it's it's just too bad. They bought a hotel and turned it into living for their staff yeah. for people to move up there and and work there because yeah. they have you know several locations. And there's not a lot work. of like housing and lodging for like seasonal employees or anything like that up there. Yeah. So uh, oddly, you know, since we went to Mackinac Island, I kind of think of it as like a similar to that where they're trying to get people to come in seasonally when they're when they have a high season in the summer maybe. to get more help. But it's still not. I mean, it's, it's still not working like as well. Island, but, but yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, place, that was though. a fun trip. Like the campground's really nice. We played like some cornhole. The camper was cute. We did fire, s'mores, all that stuff. It was just nice to get away. Nice to be like newly engaged and go away for a weekend. And yeah, the weather was great. Uh, yeah. The campsite gives you one of those things where you can have a fire and, yeah. and some wood and stuff. It was it was cool, man. It was, nice. it was just a nice just to sit out and just be away from everything. Granted, at that time, you know, we're talking. Um, I think we we either did it right before fourth or right after the fourth. I can't remember. Before it was right before, but like you know, we were barely two months into the pandemic, so things were still just really chaotic and yeah, somewhat and mostly depressing. So it was nice to get out and be in nature for a while and just get yeah. away from everything. It was I'm very still, cool. I still have my fingers crossed to use the tent at some point. Yeah, I mean, because we haven't done that. Yeah, and I I used it a few times already before I met you. It's a great tent. Well, yeah, but I want to use it. <laughs> yeah. So what happened next? Uh, next, I believe. I, I don't know if we precursored to this in January. I think we did. Your Maybe. birthday, your 40th birthday party. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It Woo-hoo. makes him over 40 now, y'all. He'll always be older than me anyway. <laughs> so, yes, if you recall, when we talked about going to the funeral in Illinois, his mom had, like, texted me 
as we were like backing out of the driveway and was like, I want to surprise him for his 40th. So he has no idea that she's coming in. And he is, my dad took him to do something or my dad needed help with something. Like I said, my da- he did a lot of stuff with my dad over the pandemic, yeah. helping my dad do stuff around the house and everything. And like, so he was gone. They were driving around trying to find something. So they were gone for a little bit. Yep. And I picked his mom up from the airport. And I, d- I knew that he wouldn't be home for like a couple hours. But I didn't know exactly when. And my dad knew not to keep him too long but also they were legitimately getting something so it kind of was you know perfect timing so Rebecca gets here we're sitting there and we're talking and hanging out and then I remembered that Stephen and I shared our locations on our phone (laughs) now this is not something I ever did my friend Steph Steph and Chuck they've always done that and she's mentioned it to me before and I'm like oh I don't know if I and then I was like no we should do that because anything could happen I don't know I want to know where you are but I will say for the record I've used it once and it was this day (laughs) and I pulled it up on my phone and like Rebecca and I like followed where he was and I'm like she's like is he on his way home yet I'm like not yet because they're still over here but I think Ann Arbor was their last stop and then to see if they could find it and then they're going to be coming home and I'd be like yep they're coming down the freeway they're coming close close and then we'd be talking and she'd be like check it again and we'd be like it's kind of stalkery if i wasn't your wife planning a wonderful surprise for you yeah uh, this is very stalkery well very. not very 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 is silly <laughs> but it was just funny we were doing that and uh he was very surprised he had no idea very uh we that, had plans man. that night too we were going we you know i you know I don't I don't have a recollection of surprises in my life, but that one I'll never forget. That was the coolest surprise because I would come up so our you'd come in our door, go up a set of stairs to to a, a platform, take our shoes off at that platform, set them on the rug or whatever because we had a rug there and a, a coat rack and then turn around to go up the next set of stairs. And I came up that flight and was at that thing taking my shoes Just off. Just talking to me. Talking to you because you're talking back to me. And then I turned and then took a double take because my mom's sitting at the top of the stairs. And I'm like, what in the... I had to catch myself because I almost dropped like a, a some bad words there for... F-bomb, uh, yep, they call it. Yep, yep. So I was like, oh, what, what is... And I believe the words because I know them because I unfortunately was videoed and have seen the video way more times than I ever wanted to. I believe I said, how long have you known? Yes, me. I got a pointed question. How long did you know? Oh, it's so cute. I'm going to post a picture. It's a, there's a picture of him and his yeah. mom. And it's like, he just looks so happy. They both look so happy. It's super genuine. It's a great, like, smile, happy. Like, yeah. So she came in and we did that, which was really cool. And then, like, the three of us went to dinner and played rummy. And and I was, like, all sweaty and stuff because I played basketball, too, with, like, Eric outside at yeah. the house and stuff. So I was, like, all sweaty when yeah. I got there. So in the photo, I definitely look like I've been, like, outside oh, doing stuff. Oh, you look fine. But, I, but, yeah, it's it's one, it's one of my personal favorite photos of me because yeah. I actually look happy. Oh, I love that It's picture. not posed at all. And then to add to it, we um, I had my parents throw, like, a mini 40th surprise party at their house. Like, so his mom came as a present and then we were like, Oh, we're just going to go over my parents tomorrow and go in the pool and hang out a little bit. When we got there, my mom, I had bought some stuff for my mom to put up. She had a big 40th banner up and these other signs. And we had this big cake with a picture of him on it. And it said happy 40th. And we had some stuff inside and it was just the what six of us, Yeah, but it was just nice. I wanted him to, and, you know, my birthday's around there, too. So your mom had asked me, like, are we going to celebrate your birthday, too? And I'm like, no, this is his. Like, no, mine's a different thing. So Yeah. And and that was pretty cool. And I'm, I may be wrong with this, so I apologize. But I, is, it, is, is that also the time in which you figured out that one of your parents' neighbors was had been calling you by the wrong name for years? Because they saw the happy 40th and they thought you were turning 40, but... It was not for you. It was for me. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Their neighbor always used to call me Jennifer, apparently. I didn't know this, but apparently they were like, oh, she never responds when I'm like, hi, Jennifer. And I'm like, well, I don't even pay attention to the fact that you're saying it because I'm Jessica. (laughs) But yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was cool. We got a lot of good photos there. We grilled out. It was a good time. 
It was a good time. Yeah, that was nice. Got, yeah. my got mom. My pool. mom. Any time with my mom is always a good time. I love it when my yeah. mom's up here when we get to go there. And good. it was nice to see her after being engaged. We were able to talk to her more about that, and you know, talk to yeah all about that. Like, and right now we're like planning our venue. As we talked about, my dad's friend had offered his property, and so I had never been there. And I went there to take a look at it, and I was like, this is going to be amazing. Yep. And he has llamas. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So on one of the trips, this is so stupid, but on one of the trips to Nashville, Kelly and I were in the car, and there was all these billboards for a zoo with these horrible animal puns. And I remember thinking, that's the stupidest animal pun. They should say something like, llama be kidding. And like, that would be like, oh my gosh, no way, llama be kidding. And like, Kelly's like, how is that better? And although she said that, it has taken our small world by storm. So everyone says, llama be kidding. And I love me some llamas. So I was super pumped to know that my wedding venue would have llamas and I could take wedding pictures with llamas. Yeah. And those and and spoiler alert, those things happened. Yes. It was very cool. Yes. Very so cool. that was a lot of fun. And just seeing the property and getting to kind of plan out what we wanted to do and how many tables we were gonna have and how many people, because we had probably about fifty five people. We had already tossed together a, a guest list. Um or actually maybe closer to seventy, sorry, that's how many people actually came. Maybe about seventy five people on the guest list. Yeah. Trying to like figure that. out how to do it on their property and if we could put tables around the pool and all kinds of stuff. And I'm over there with like my notebook and Yeah, we went over there a few times trying to yeah. get all that set up. Uh that because that was our original original place to do it. And uh man, Johnny's just so cool, man. Yeah, like, it was he very was nice like, of them. Like he had planned on like his property is so huge. He has so many things. He's got a tennis court and a basketball court that's yeah. together. He's got a place to walk the horses, like like a an lake. actual like <clears throat> an actual circle place. You talk take the horses to to walk. Yeah. So, uh, like he had a he had a bunch of stuff. But I remember at one point he was like, "Yeah, I'll uh, make this section to where it'll be parking, and I'll have that set up next year." Just when super you guys get generous. Married. Like at, it was very nice. Because at this time we're getting married in twenty one, not yeah. twenty. Yep, we're planning. Yeah. We're planning that. So yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of what we're doing. We went there a couple times and then I think it was what the beginning of August. I was planning to go back to work. But yes. then But you... then I got called. I wasn't sure if I was going to get called. I had yeah. been furloughed. It was not voluntary. It was a forceful uh, It was temporary thing. though. It it was temporary, but also it was the we'll call you. Yeah. And I had been furloughed on April fourth and I didn't get anything until like April uh, or sorry August second yeah on like a Saturday morning and at like were, eight o'clock in the morning my boss was like hey um I need to talk to you when can I talk to you and I was like well in a few hours after you know I got a couple things to do this morning and then he just called me yeah <laughs> and, and he was he like said, we needed you to come back on Monday and I was like okay cool so I was back on August 4th boy that was chaotic yeah, I, I, we I'm, both went back I'm sure day. people can relate to me that if if they were furloughed and went back to their job, that the chaos that they went back into, there was no preparing for that. Oh, it no. was just insane. Like I couldn't get into my laptop or anything. All my passwords were expired. Being in HR, there was a lot of catch up. I'm surprised I, they even let me go on the furlough. And I'm in I'm in IT, so they're bringing me back because they're expecting me to start doing stuff now. And yeah. I spent two days in meetings. I think I spent literally like almost eight hours both days in meetings i took a like a 20 minute lunch break in there because everybody had to have a meeting with me because i was back it was absolutely insane um but yeah, yeah so that, that so we started going back to work in august yeah and so although we had our venue set like everything else was just i didn't know what we wanted to do like we had um uh, we ha- we're trying to do the food and it's like, pick your meat, pick your vegetable, pick this, <laughs> pick this, all this stuff over and, and all this stuff that I was like doing uh. invitations, all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to do any of this. Like, I don't want a wedding like this, even though it's a backyard wedding, it's still getting out of hand for me. And I was, you know, starting to be like, what if people still can't come? It's a pandemic, all this stuff. And I looked at Steven and I was like, I just want to marry you now. And so we decided to move up our wedding a year. Yep. And we were in August right now and we decided to get married September 20th. Yes. And that was because we were like, we don't know what the year's going to be no like. No idea. And we like, have no idea where things are going to be in a year because, yeah, I'm going back to work, but the world is still in chaos. Yeah. 
And it's like, what are we waiting for? So by moving it up, we're getting married in a month. I'm very excited about that. Like, and I'm obviously, we decided not to invite anyone. Like we needed to make sure Rebecca could come. Yeah. So we called her and we got that situated. But we decided with the pandemic, I don't want to put anyone in a tough position. I don't want certain people to say yes and travel during the pandemic. I don't want people to feel like they have to say no. So we just decided to keep it really intimate. Yes. And and at this point in time, uh, my mom and us have been like as safe as we could yeah. possibly be. Yep. Um, I mean, my mom made the trip in July. I didn't know anything about yeah. that. I've, I know at the time I felt conflicted because yeah, my so mom's the time traveling. You, said you would have said not to do it. Yep. I said, well, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was one of those things. It's like if we, if we invite somebody and then they travel three States and they get COVID in their process, then I don't, I don't want that guilt on my conscience. I just no, don't. But I and, also... and I would rather tell people, no, we're not inviting people so that they don't put themselves at, in, in, at any unnecessary risk at that point. Yeah. And I mean, were there people that I wished could have been there? Sure. Yep. But also I've just always wanted a small wedding. Like the thought of walking down the aisle to a bunch of people and saying my vows and how I feel about Steven, which is private and intimate around so many other people was just not something I wanted to do. It wasn't like I was nervous. It was like, I just don't want to do this. Yep. I want to still have a party. Like we still planned that on September 20th of 2021, we wanted to have a party. Like my mom and I had already bought these popcorn bags. We were going to have popcorn <laughs> at the wedding. And it said like, our love is popping. Steven and Jessica, you know, September 20th, 2021. So I'm like, all right, well, that's a Saturday. Yeah. We'll keep that for the reception and we'll just do a year early for this. So those popcorn bags can still be used and all of that. And yeah. I we just decided to do carry out from an Italian restaurant that we liked and just keep it simple. It was just... Yep. Keep it simple. Yeah. Um, I mean, we kept it to a very close knit number of people. Yeah. Um, and that's just that was the best way to do it, I think. Um, for us, yeah, it was perfect for us. I am all for like a small, intimate. You know, I always wanted my wedding to feel like a party, and I feel like if you've got all the pomp and circumstance of the wedding itself, it's hard to do that. But by doing it a year separated i was hoping that i could sort of get everything that i wanted <laughs> yep. steven what did you want <laughs> i mean the thing the thing that was cool I, you know i was just like yeah we're gonna get married and then we'll have our reception in a year now i also work with someone who also got engaged the week after we did okay not the week after i'm sorry i'm wrong with that he got married or he got engaged man he got married the week after we did because okay. they did the same thing. They were like, ah, oh, we're just going to have it really yeah. small and then we'll have a big party sometime in the spring or something. They didn't plan theirs to be a year out, but they planned it to have their reception sometime in the spring. And literally they got married with like 10 people there. I mean, when we first decided that we were going to move in together, I was like, I'm marrying this man. When can I do it? <laughs> so like for me, I was like, what if we wait a year and what if people still can't travel and people still yep. can't come? And then I spent a year of my life not being married to you. Yeah, it it just didn't make like, sense. Like why did why do we need to it didn't make do sense. that? And we were already house hunting. That was yeah. that was one of your things that you wanted to be able to uh we had already sign on a house with your new name. Made an offer on a house that yeah. got rejected because apparently they were insulted by our offer, but I was insulted by the quote unquote vintage look of their bathroom slash kitchen slash dining room. So I don't know what they thought they were gonna get for that house. Yeah. I mean, there was there was issues with that house that we needed to change upon immediate purchase, of which said, "Hey, you're, you're, what you're asking for is actually not the price." Yeah. When we have a when we have an inspector come in and look at stuff, and I think we also were at the point where we made the gold arbor gold arbor offer as well, and then my furlough went into effect, and we just you can't you can't get a mortgage while you're temporarily furloughed. Yeah. Though I will say that was one of those things where that house, I did not want it. And <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't saying, stop, stop. I don't want it. But I wasn't. And it was great house for somebody else. But it was three bedrooms. But one of it, one of which felt more like a 
um, gr- a greenhouse. Like it was all glass. It was like felt more like a fitness room. Yeah, off the side of no the no basement, barely any storage. Like I'm glad it felt like you know it did have unanswered like, wishes right there. It did have an extra building in the back though yeah. that was set up for like an art studio, which yeah. I was going to turn into a recording studio, which, which we still would have taken a lot of work. We would have been recording our podcast in that studio, but you know it is what it is. I'm still a little. I'm still a little bitter about I'm that. I'm trying to tell you to redo a closet. I don't know what else <laughs> to give you, man. But yeah, so anyway, no. Anyway, yeah, so, so yeah. you know, I think we, and he is right what he was saying. I wanted to have my married name on the mortgage. So yeah. we'll see if that turns out in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stop there right now. <laughs> yep. So uh, we mentioned in our, in our, in the beginning, we mentioned that we went to see Chicago. Oh my God, I love Chicago. Why don't more bands have horns? <laughs> well, I mean, if every band had horns, then it wouldn't be but as cool. But no other bands have horns. That is not true. Other, no other, other b- big mainstream bands, like a lot of famous musicians, don't have horns. Bruce Springsteen. That's one. One saxophone. Hey, but it's there. He's great, but he's one saxophone. Like this, we got ourselves a trombone, a trumpet. We had an alto sax. We had a... Um, soprano sax. We had tambourines. We had bongos. We had keyboards. We had drums. We had the great vocals. Like they were killing it. They were great. They were so good. Yeah, they were really cool live. They were yeah. very cool live. Yeah. Um, as somebody that like, okay, so a couple of quick stats because I'm a stats guy. They're releasing their 38th album this year. Crazy. They've been together for 55 years. Wow. And they had not played Pine Knob since 2018, of which it was, when we saw them, their 82nd time being at Pine Knob. That's so insane. 82 times in 52 years. So crazy. That's, I mean, that's awesome. I'm thinking, does that mean they'll come back this year? Because if so, I'll go see them again. Yeah, no, that uh, totally. They were so good. And they had a new album coming out. And the thing that some artists do is play you a lot of that new album. And they even acknowledge, like, we're going to play you a few songs. We're super proud of it. But we know why you're here, and we're going to give you what you came for. And yeah. I respect that. And I liked the new song yeah, that they the, played. Oh, yeah, the new single, If This yeah. Is Goodbye. Yeah, great song. Good. I got to say, like, I felt, um, if I'm being honest, I felt a little bit of Beatles influence in it. I thought oh, okay. I thought that was the chorus has definitely got like a Beatles influence. I liked it. It was. Cool. I felt like I feel like Chicago's like an original boy band. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> with that new song. There was just some stuff, and I was like, man, I just love Chicago. I think that they are fantastic. They were good. Um, and uh, I have to say, if if you're a guitar player out there, um, don't be like me and take forever to come around to Chicago come around to Chicago quicker because their guitar player is extremely underrated. Oh, yeah, they're great. They're, he is everyone is absolutely great. brilliant. And part of that is because he's got three guys that bounce between their various different horns and wind instruments and take up some space in the music of which allows him to do some other things. And, man, I'm telling you, he's underrated. He's yeah. so good. So good. Um, and, you know, they played... I don't remember how many songs they played. A lot. But, but they, got, they got to the encore, and they had not played 25 or 6 to 4. And I looked at Jess, and I was like, if they do not play 25 or 6 to 4 in their encore, I am bum-rushing that stage, and they are not leaving until they play that song. What's a 6 that is... to 4? <laughs> What's a 25 or 6 to 4? I don't know yeah. what a 6 to 4 is. 6 to 4. It's like a 2 before. Yeah, it's like a 2 before. <laughs> um, but... Uh, that song I learned my freshman year in marching band because we played that at football games. I think you hit me when it came on, like, ah! <laughs> I was like, yes! Like, I made her stand up. Like, everybody stood up for it. It was the last song they played. One it's of- like, it was, I mean, you get the you get that guitar opening line. It's great. And it's like, everybody stood up like, yeah! One of my favorite Chicago songs is Look Away. They did not play that, just for the record. But that's no. okay. They played a lot of good stuff. They played a lot of good stuff. Um, they played the, uh, it, I can never remember the name of it, but Man is in the title. I'm a man. I'm a man. I totally forgot they sang that because my dad's yeah. like, oh, it's my favorite Chicago song. I love it. And I'm like, yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. They yeah, are. we went with my parents and my brother. My parents treated us to yep. Chicago, which was very cool of them. Yep. It was a lot of fun. And I saw a friend of mine who's working the stands. And so I'll give a plug for her, Amy Holmes. 
Uh, she's working with a group called Moms. They basically, I think it's some of the proceeds of everything you purchase at their booth um, goes towards uh, moms to be able to help their kids, you know, get stuff for for school, get after school programs, af- after and, school stuff programs like and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, like very cool. Um, but I had not seen her in oh my gosh, I don't think I had seen her in like five or six years. Funny. So very cool to see her. And I guess she's working there most of the summer. So go say hi to Amy and go buy some stuff from her. And if you get an opportunity to see Chicago, do it. Yes. So this weekend. That was on Tuesday. Yeah. Saturday, we had a pay-per-view and uh, event and had your parents and brother and Steve and Joe came over as well, who work with your dad, yeah. moving pianos, to watch WWE. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Biggest biggest event of the summer is what they call it every year. It's their it's basically their WrestleMania for the summer. It's their second biggest event they ever have. And as their, you know, what, CEO and leader and everything, <laughs> Vince McMahon was quote-unquote retired. He was quote-unquote. Amidst <laughs> scandal, but I guess we can call it retirement. Yeah, everyone's going to call it retirement, and it, he's he's under scandal for sexual harassment things. and Sexual, and, yeah, sexual yeah. allegations. Yes, so uh, there's some misplaced money that they can't figure out where it goes to. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So this stuff happened, and he stepped down on, I believe it was, I want to say it was. Two Mondays ago, I think. Because I. No, he stepped down on a Friday. Friday SmackDown. He stepped so down on like a Friday. Two so, ago, yeah. So back up two Fridays. So he steps down, and then they announce on Friday that his daughter and uh, the other person uh, who was working as the CEO are now the co-CEOs of the company. Mm-hmm. And then they announce that Triple H, uh, Stephanie McMahon's husband, so mm-hmm. Stephanie is Vince's daughter, uh, he is taking over for talent relations and head of creative. Which is amazing because he used to do wow. NXT when it was the black and gold brand. And it was amazing. It was like wrestling. It was like a sport, like athletes. And then Vince revamped it to NXT 2.0 and it's straight up flaming garbage. It's it's not great. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a thing. Triple H is a guy that he was on top of the company during the Attitude Era. Um, he was in, you know, Degeneration X. He did his his gimmick by himself as a solo guy. He worked with Shawn Michaels a lot. He's a guy that I feel like is just cool. He's been there a long time, and he's done a lot of different roles, and he's put in the work. And, Anything and he's ever done has been good, though. He like I was thinking about it today. Like he's the definition of a guy who joined a company and learned everything he could and bided his time and waited. And now he has waited long enough, and he is in control. He's waited long enough for the scandals to come to light, <laughs> and now... And he's in control. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. It and is they've already absolutely done some awesome. things. They've made some changes, like yeah. NXT, even in terms of like women. So NXT had a female wrestler named Dakota Kai. Yes. She was great. She was great. And I feel like when, when the 2.0 stuff happened, they totally destroyed her character. Yep. They turned her into something that she wasn't. And they made her seem like they didn't really give her a, a way to show her talent. And they let her go. Like Vince let her go. Yep. Who shows up at SummerSlam? Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. So that's Triple H. That's Triple H thinking, why the heck did they let this girl go? Yeah. She's great. Now She's got the moves and the attitude. Now, a lot when Vince, when so, to give a little bit of a backstory for everyone who doesn't watch wrestling, Triple H had a heart, uh, of cardiac event that yeah. happened in twenty, the beginning of twenty one, I think twenty twenty one, and he had to step down. And when he stepped down from NXT and his his stuff, that's when Vince took over and turned NXT into what he wanted it to be. And he let go a ton of people, yeah. executives, wrestlers, the whole thing. Yep. He just he mass cleaned house. He cleaned house. And a lot of those people went over to work for AEW, the competition. So Triple H now, being in charge where he's at, there's some people who have not signed to other companies like Dakota Kai, mm-hmm. and he got her brought back immediately, yeah. which was very cool. Um, I will say I did not see all of SummerSlam. Not going to lie, my gal and I sat outside and had a couple glasses of wine, <laughs> and it was a great time. So what are some highlights? Um, the one thing I will say is this, uh, from a, just from a commentating perspective, um, Michael Cole was able to say and do things that Vince McMahon 
stopped him from doing for the last 15 years. Anything. One of which was saying pro wrestling. Instead, he would have to say sports entertainment. And mm-hmm. he said pro wrestling. That was very cool. Another thing that he uh, would say in regards to the title belts, he would call them championships. He called them a title belt at one point during the show. Nice. So the com- kind of stuff that people fans fans and it's fans, but it's also there's a lineage of history with those well, words. No, I mean you said they were oh, never called fans. They were called fans, but at a certain point they started calling the the fans the WWE universe of which. Michael Cole referred to him as fans. I think it's stripping away some of the unnecessary like fluff and and like really just the bare bones of wrestling and yep. what makes it so great and brash and fun and just like you yep. don't need to put lipstick on a pig. Like yep. is a pig is great just as it is. Like you don't need to yep. to do all that. So and I think too they're now they're still for family friendly, but what is their? They are. They started the Monday after Vince retired. They came on that Monday Night Raw, and they were listed as TV for TV fourteen. Yeah. So it's it just feels like it feels like it's starting to be the wrestling I grew up with. Yeah, it's starting the to wrestling be fun. I like. It's it's wrestling. It's wrestling first and entertainment second, as opposed to, I feel like with Vince, it was entertainment first, and then we'll toss a match in there. Yeah, because you can read a lot of articles of which people have written over the last 20 years, but a lot of people have talked about how Vince doesn't like wrestling. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't like Vince McMahon. I think he's turned out to be not surprisingly pretty dickish character, but... You can't say he wasn't successful, even with oh. NXT 2.0 being awful, even with making it like basically rated PG and all of this stuff. He was successful. So you can't say he wasn't a good businessman. It is insane. Your dad mentioned this during the Sl- SummerSlam show that somewhere around that venue, there's about 18, 18 wheelers that are sitting there that brought all the equipment that they used oh, yeah. to fill up Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, where the Titans play football stadium. Yeah. Um, they bring a production. It's there's nothing else like it in the world. The Super Bowl doesn't even get the kind of production that WWE does. Oh yeah, I mean it's, I, it is insane. I will say whether you're giving the fans the sports entertainment or the wrestling or whatever, they always give the fans something great. Whether yes. you like it or not, you have to, you know, respect what is happening. And and even if the creative hasn't always been great with Vince in charge over the last 10 years, the wrestlers in the ring are always some of the top-notch best in the world. I just feel like going off of what um, Triple H did with NXT and what he could do now, still keeping storylines, still keeping just like the smack talk in the ring now that they're TV 14, it just feels, yeah. it feels real. It like feels it normal feels again. like these are real conversations they'd have to get each other fired up and go at each other. You yeah. know, it feels normal again, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, the biggest match of the night uh, was the main event, which was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, oh, which for those of you who may not know Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar is this guy who. Basically, he was NCAA uh, champion in college. He went on to, he was in the Olympic trials for wrestling. He went to WWE and was, and became huge. He was the youngest champion ever when he won the title and beat the Rockets at a SummerSlam in 2003, I believe. He then left and went to try out for the Minnesota Vikings. He didn't make it because he got diverticulitis. And it took him out and it messed up his nutrition and everything. And he almost like had a very bad health event. Then after that, he went to the UFC and in his second fight, won the heavyweight title. That is some serious motivation. He is literally, they call him the beast. He is a beast. Look him up too, Brock Lesnar. He looks so cool. He's got this crazy ponytail and he wears like these cut off, like he's just, (laughs) and this like goofy (laughs) smile all the time. Like, I feel like the smiles like offsetting of his character. That's why I love it. He just, it's cool. He's, he is living his best life right now with, with his character and what he's doing. But he came out, uh, he came to the ring driving a tractor Mm-hmm. And that had uh, a part in the match at which towards the end, he not only did he move the ring, the full ring itself, which is a 20 by 20 ring, he moved it a good 
probably almost 10 feet. He then lifted one of the corners up. And Roman Reigns just was laying in the ring and rolled out onto the ground. I mean, it's insane. Go look up the photos of this thing. It's crazy. And Roman is the champ. Yes. So he was in his last match with Brock. They feuded before. This is his last match for like all the marbles. Roman is great too. He's considered the tribal chief. He's got his cousins and his tribe. It's a whole, it's a great gimmick. Like it's just, it's good. And he is not too terrible to look at (laughs) ladies. Um, his teeth are dazzling like a Colgate commercial. And he's uh, him and his cousins are all in the family with uh, The Rock. Yeah. They're all in the Anoa Samoan family. Yeah, in real life. In real life, yes. So they've got all these tribal tattoos, which is really yeah. cool. So they are um, a real family, which is cool. Yeah, so they base a lot of what they do for their characters on real life, which is very cool. Yeah. Another thing that I like about wrestling is when you, when you blend that real... Yeah. With 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 the sports entertainment and the wrestling, it's cool. The Samoan culture, I think they I think they've always done that respectfully. Yes. It, you know, which is cool. Yeah. So and he had a uh, cameo in the movie Hobbs and Shaw if you're if, if, for any of you Fast and Furious guys uh, oh, guys yeah. or girls out there, he was in Hobbs and Shaw when, when they go to his house when in they Hawaii. go to the island, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh good times, good yeah. times for wrestling. Yeah. Um I'm, we'll talk I'm more excited. about it. I think we're feel like we're running out of time, but <laughs> wrestling will definitely come up again. I got to kind of reel them in a little bit. Just to reel me in because I get very excited. I love yeah. wrestling. I've been watching since I was well, eight it years is old. Fun. It's so I fun. Have, I have as well. And I like that, you know, maybe some attitude here is coming back. Yeah. There's good. There's definitely yeah. going to be some stuff. I mean, uh, for the for the listeners, they're hearing this on a Tuesday, but Monday Night Raw will probably be one of their. There will probably be more people tuning into Raw this week than has in a long time because of what they did at yeah. SummerSlam because they really got. I'm I'm a little attention. interested. I'm not going to lie, just yeah. because to get rid of some of that like fluff cotton candiness of it all and get down to like the gritty. Like if I'm watching wrestling, I want to see some wrestling. I want to see people get their butt kicked. Yeah. So yeah, it's good times. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, folks, we are on social media for if we can just say on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if we can just say at gmail.com, though that gets no traffic. Nobody wants to email us, which yeah, is fine. That, I mean, who emails anybody? I mean, that's totally fine. But I would say I would like to say this. I would like for our listeners to give us some comments and tell us what you like about what we're doing, yeah. what interests you. Yeah. Like, um, did we turn you on to something in a previous podcast, maybe a show or a movie or an artist? Did we save you from watching something or listening to something? Yeah. And we're thinking about doing maybe like a little live with Steven session. Would anybody be interested to hearing some live music on our podcast for entertainment? That's a possibility. So let's, let's, let's see if we can get some, get some responses. Give us some feedback. And those of you that do give us feedback, thank you. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and we're always happy to talk to any listeners so reach out to us we'd love it please do and we will uh i believe that's all we can say this week bye y'all and we're talking we're talking we're talking 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 God, you're a goofball. God, you're a goofball. She's just wagging her tail at you. All right. Talk by yourself. Talk by yourself. <laughs>